Well, hello and welcome to Straight Talk About Money with me, your host, Coach Chris. Have you ever uttered these words? I wish I'd learned about money in school. Well, if so, this podcast is for you. I want to take the mystery out of your money world so you can take back control of your money and stop living from pay to pay. I want to be able to talk simply and plainly about all things money. So if you have questions, and I know you do, then send them in to me at podcast at coachchris.com.au. And let's take the mystery out of money so that you can save, give, take a trip, buy your own home, retire, become a millionaire, whatever it is you want to do with your money, I want to help you. So join me and start your journey towards a strong financial future today. Welcome back to this week's episode and we're talking today about understanding your superannuation. Over the last few weeks we have been doing a three-part series on building your financial house and in that middle section, so part two, we talked about understanding super and the importance of super, uh, understanding how it was invested, all of that. And I said that I would do a specific podcast on superannuation. So this is it. Today, we're talking about understanding your super. And I think it's really important that we do try and understand it because after all, it is your money. So your employer, if you're employed, puts into your super every time you get paid at least 9.5%. There's some of you out there where your employer will put more in than that and some of your employers will match what you put in if you decide to put some extra in. Uh, but whatever it is, at least 9.5% of your gross income is going in there every year. So it's important that you understand what's happening in there uh, and there's a lot going on in there. So what I thought I'd do is I thought I would go through a typical uh, superannuation account um, and just walk you through it. So, you know, even if you wanted to listen to this podcast while you've got your account open. So one of the things that you can do, we used to have to wait every every um, quarter, I think it was, or was it every six months? Yes, I think it was six months. We received a statement from our superannuation company. And if it wasn't six months, it was definitely at the end of every financial year. And when that statement came through, it came through the post. Uh, so many people that I know completely ignored it, just threw it in the bin and never even looked at it. Some people at least opened the envelope and um, filed it in their filing cabinet. But most people, when they looked at it, did not understand it, did not know what it meant. And so that that's so sad. But nowadays, you don't have to wait for that envelope to arrive. You can actually go online. And if you don't know how to log into your superannuation account, um, find out the name of your super, ring them up and find out your login details or create your login details because you can go on that anytime you like and you can check what your employer is putting in there and you can check how your superannuation fund is performing. So I'm just imagining that you've logged into your account now and you're going to be greeted with certain things on the page. Usually the first page will show you how your balance has increased or decreased. And usually it'll give you a summary over the last few years. And usually 
if we take it from year to year to year, if you're putting money into your superannuation account, um, it should be going up. But if you were to inspect a few months of that super, you would notice that there are definite ups and downs. And just recently, many people did go into their super because when COVID hit, a lot of people were very concerned that their superannuation fund would have dropped. And when they went in there, they realized, yep, definitely did. Um, and we're a bit concerned. And some people thought, what do I do now? Shall I change the way it's invested? What shall I do? There was a mad panic. So we'll go into that in a little bit more detail in a minute. But on that first page, you'll see a bit of an overview of how your superannuation has performed. And then you usually can tap into your statements. And I would strongly suggest that you have a look at your statement because that's what I'm going to look at next. I'm going to look at your statements um, for, you know, the most recent look at your recent annual statement. Let's let's look into that. I'm logging into mine now so I can have a look um, and see what it actually looks like. So when I look at that, the first thing that I see, of course, is a summary of who I am and what's going on. That's okay. Um, and then there again is a summary of what's happened during that year. Usually there's a, there's a bit of a letter at the beginning just to tell you what's happened. Um, and they're actually... A lot of them are actually quoting the fact that your superannuation, um, the the guarantee that your employer gives to you is on track for a raise in your super. And we heard that in the news over the over the last week that we're looking at 10 percent instead of 9.5 percent very soon. And there's a long term program to get you up to 12 percent of your gross wage or salary invested in super every year. So that's good. The amount that's going in there is going to be increasing. Okay, so your super statement will talk about where you were at the, at uh, if we did, let's go with the financial year. So June 2019 and the balance June 2020 and what happened. It will tell you the summary of what the contributions were, what your investment returned, how much taxes you paid, what the fees and the costs were, if you've got insurance in there, how much did you pay in your premiums. Um, and we're going to go through each one of those things now on this podcast. So contributions, of course, is the 9.5% that your employer puts in, plus anything that you put in. You can make a choice to actually, before you bring your money home, you can ask your employer to put some of your wages into your superannuation. There's a limit on how much you can put into your super every year, mostly. Some super funds don't have limits, but the typical super fund has a limit of 25000 that can go in every year and you can't go over that. If you do, you're heavily penalised with huge tax, um, so look very carefully at that. But your contributions are what your employer puts in and what you choose to put in as well. And we call that salary sacrifice. Now, please don't confuse that with salary packaging. Salary packaging is what you have taken out of your wage before you get paid and before you pay tax on it. But it goes into your bank account or into an entertainment card or something like that. It does not hit your super. Salary sacrifice hits your super. The next thing, investment returns. So then we're looking at what did the um, did your investments return? How much did they pay you? Now, depending on how you are invested 
uh, will depend on what sorts of returns you gained. So there's usually many different um, ways that you can invest, but the most basic ones are um, low risk, balanced and high growth. Low risk is really looking at investing your money into the lowest risk possible. And if you're very wary about how things are invested and you you feel quite averse to risk or you're quite uncomfortable when you know that there's a, a you're, you're dealing in the share market, then it's highly likely that you'll be on a low risk um, uh, superannuation investment and um, you will be invested in things like cash um cash cash um management and uh, bonds and term deposits that type of thing if you're in balance then you'll have half of your money in low growth and half in high growth so half in cash management um um and um term deposits and half in shares, Australian and international shares. And if you are balanced toward high growth, then the majority of your investments will be within the share market, either Australian or international, and very few investments in cash. So depending on how you have invested, that will tell you how much you have returned on your investments. And when you look at it and you think, wow, I didn't earn very much this year, there's a few things to consider. Are you invested in the right um, portfolio? So would you pref- are you on low and you'd prefer to be moderate or are you on moderate and you'd prefer to be on high growth? So it's paid you to have a look at that and really inspect that section. And we'll have a look at that in a minute. Um, but also bear in mind that when things happen in the world, then our funds do become a lot more volatile. They can drop, people sell things on the share market, uh, share prices go down, and that would have also affected. So uh, many times over this last six months, when people have shown me their superannuation statements, you can see if you were to judge your superannuation on the last six months, you may have even lost money, or you've only gained 1% or something like that. But, you know, I must uh, stress that superannuation should be viewed over the long period of time. You're in it for a lot of a long time. Um, And so so look at how it is performing um, over the long distance, not just over the last six months. So it's really important that you view it that way. And most supers will have performed anywhere between 6% right up to 15% over the last few years. The next thing is to look at your taxes. How much tax are you paying? And superannuation usually is charged a 15% tax. There are some supers out there, usually the government ones, Super SA, that type of thing, that you're not charged tax while you're in the super fund. But if you want to move any money or if you want to go to an income stream or you retire, you will be have you will have your 15% taxes deducted at that stage. So again, you might think that you're happy with your fund balance, but then make sure you take a look at whether it's taxed or untaxed. Of course, if you put uh, make a contribution after you have been paid, so after you get your pay, you decide I'm going to put some of my money into my, into my uh, superannuation fund, then that's already been taxed and it won't be taxed within your super. Okay, so fees and costs. Now, fees can be something that is quite high, Um, or quite low depending on your fund and depending on how your fund is invested. 
So if it's just a basic fund and you have one fund manager, then there'll be fees associated with what that manager charges to manage your fund. But if you have something like a, we'll call it a wrap product, and I'll just explain that. So just imagine you've got a pie cut into eight pieces and each of those, and instead of uh, one manager looking after the whole pie, you've got eight managers looking after each piece of the pie, then you'll be paying a lot more fees and charges than somebody who has one manager. So make sure you have a look at that and see who is managing your superannuation, how many managers you've got in place. You might be really appalled by the amount of fees you're paying. But then I want you to balance that out with, well, I might be paying a lot of fees, but they're actually doing a fantastic job because I'm earning a lot on returns to my investments. So it's a good idea if you're not sure to ring your superannuation fund and have somebody explain it to you or go and talk to your financial planner. And then usually insurance premiums. A lot of insurance, a lot of superannuations have insurances in there. Um, usually death, usually total and permanent disability, sometimes income protection, but never trauma. And so whatever your insurance premiums are, they're taken out of your super. So if you decided to take out insurance and not really contribute to your super, but just allow it to pay, pay for your insurance, you might want to keep an eye on it, especially if you're out of the workforce for any period of time. Females, usually when they're out on maternity leave, might fall into this category. I know I personally didn't contribute anything to my super for so long, and it was such a tiny super when I went back into the workforce because I'd been a stay-at-home mum for 20 years. So not really very much was going on there. In fact, I didn't have a super when I went back into the workforce. I had to create one. Uh, because we'd come to Australia and I uh, was a stay-at-home mum straight away. Anyway, so usually the mums suffer with that one. Um, it would be really good if the partners could contribute while they're at home with the children, but I'll leave that up to you to talk about at home. Um, but yeah, just have a look and see um, w whether your insurance is robbing you of everything that's going in are you happy with that? Are you not happy with it? Should you prop it up a little bit more? How much super, how much insurance do you actually have in there? You know, remember that your insurance needs change over the years and you need to understand whether it is, um, whether you got too much or too little and really have a look at that. Okay, so we're nearly at the end. Sorry, this, this uh, podcast is taking a little bit longer than normal. But then uh, usually what you can see then is how your super has performed and how your investment returns are calculated. And there's a really good breakdown of how uh, what returns you have seen over the years, over the last year, over the last five years, over the last 10 years. So that can really look at how it's performed overall. And it's really good to look at that. And as I said before, really think of your super in a long term um, category and not just within the last six months. It, it's it's wrong to think that way because it, it is in there for quite a long period of time. And investing is for the long haul and not a quick fix. Okay, so I think, oh, before I go, there is one other thing I just want to remind you of. Um, in there, you will also have beneficiaries. Now, um, 
the the most strongest beneficiary will be a bind what's called a binding nomination binding nomination and you can say i want my husband to have 100% of my money if i was to pass away and it's a binding nomination if you haven't got a binding nomination then it can be challenged so if that is something that bothers you then you need to make it a binding one you don't have to leave it all to your spouse you can leave it to whoever you want and you can leave it in different percentages So I think that is everything. Um, I do very much encourage you to go and have a look at your latest statement, have a look at the breakdown of fees and taxes and insurance and how things are invested, all of that. And if you've got any questions or concerns, talk to your super fund, go see your financial planner. If you want to send me a question, podcast at coachchris.com.au. I can't answer anything specific, but I can give you things in general terms. So I hope that's really helped and I hope it's encouraged you to go and check your super don't just ignore it. It is your money. I want you to face all of this. Um, and I always leave you with face. Let's face the music and dance. And I really want you to face what's in your super. I want you to be happy with it so you can indeed dance and enjoy retirement when it does come. So that's me over and out for now. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you again next week. I'm a